Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Rick and Morty, which we'll be getting into today. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. And Andy Potter. Hey. Today, Delaney, Andy, and I will be discussing uh, episode three of season three of Rick and Morty, Pickle Rick. It's finally here. It happened uh, last night. Uh, Pickle Rick will be discussed uh this podcast, uh, check us out at OverlyAnimated.com for all your Rick and Morty podcasting needs. We got two Rick and Morty podcasts a week. Um, subscribe to our Rick and Morty uh, only feed. Search for Overly Animated Rick and Morty or uh, search for our main feed. Check us out on the website for all the other places you can find us. Uh, we are uh, diving deep into Rick and Morty all season long, including uh, this surprisingly substantial Pick and Rick, Pickle Rick episode. I told you. I told you. <laughs> where's michelle darn it like uh someone emailed saying uh michelle was wrong was that referring to her saying it wasn't going to be substantial (laughs) is is, i don't i don't know Um, i don't remember all i know is i'm right that's what matters and he was also wrong on the panel discussion yeah (laughs) okay let's talk pickle rick aired last night uh on adult swim um you can uh yeah i I mentioned overlandminute.com so let's get our reactions to pickle rick delaney uh, what you think? Oh my god, I loved it. It's so ridiculous. Um, I'm a little... I Why could any of us predict family therapy? Like, why didn't this occur to any of us? I'm... I just I just love this episode. This is the... Like, the A plot, B plot, it's just so great and ridiculous. And, I mean, there's some real, like... We're getting into some stuff. Like, we're definitely... Get, it seems we might be kind of... Dealing with the divorce all maybe every episode. Obviously, I have to wait until episode three to, like, determine a trend. But, you know, we actually had, like, therapy and and getting more Beth is probably, like, my favorite part. You know, seeing more of Beth. Because, I mean, really, we just had Beth, like, snarking to Jerry. Again, very enjoyable. But not a lot about, you know, herself. And, you know, now that we're taking her out of her just being a horse surgeon, <laughs> now we have, um, you know, she's very similar to Rick. And just seeing how that kind of impacts, and now that we have, like now that we have removed Jerry out of the, like see, removed him from the picture, seeing how she interacts with the kids and with Rick, mm. so it's pretty great. I just really enjoy, and like especially at the end, their interaction in the car. Yeah. So I'm just excited to see more of that, and I, I just love this episode. It's just great and absurd, and, and just Rick turning himself into this rat pickle thing yeah, and like it took, killing you, it, took rats. You, it took you a minute to get to the actual pickle rick in your, in your reaction <laughs> i mean i love i mean i i thought it was great like it was, it was it was super funny like the way they took it from like he's in the sewers to yeah. in some weird like south american or something compound where he need like i think it's like it was nice seeing rick doing like all that stuff like we know he's smart, and we've seen him do things, but this was really just him on the fly MacGyvering everything, which was really neat to watch. Yeah. Uh, probably an Eastern European embassy, that would be my guess. Uh, but it's not, yeah, it's, it's yeah, not I heard, clear. Yeah, I heard, cause, yeah, it seemed kind of like they were trying to do like this like, Russian thing. Yeah. Or like, yeah, but the, main, the first time the I main, watched the main it, guy's it Jaguar. Br- yeah, the main guy's British, and then there's Danny Trejo as Jaguar, so it's really not clear what's going on. But <laughs> Yeah, I know, exactly. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah uh yeah we'll definitely get definitely get into all this uh andy what are your pickle rick reactions it was absolute insanity i loved it i loved every moment of it it was totally over the top violent and at first it was just like grossing me out and just it slowly looped back into just being completely hilarious just everything from like the double a 
battery powered laser that Rick had to just that was melting people in half. I'm like, how does he do this stuff? It makes no sense. And I love it. I love every part of it. And then the therapy just I was watching the therapy with my fiance who has a degree in bio- biology. And so we were we were watching uh when they walked up to the door, she predicted the shit eating thing before anyone on the show said it. And I just and I was like, what are you talking about? The the, the 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 teacher walked out and started talking about shit eating and it was just incredible. I loved it. It was great. How do you predict that? It was on, the, on the, yeah, it's on her door, the plaque. Yeah, um, it it says uh, the the scientific word for that, and then uh, also family therapy. Yeah, I didn't get that at first either. But the shtick is that she's uh, both the a uh, a, a poop eating uh, psychologist and also family therapist. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and she and she explained this word to me as they were doing the bit. Yeah, we can. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll search for this, but um, it's. Uh, oh, I have it right here. People on it. It's coprophagia. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I did not know that was a thing. Rick and Morty teaching us new things every day. That's great. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think absolute insanity is right. This was um one of the craziest episodes of Rick and Morty, and I think it was brilliant. I think that um we take this one of the most stupid fucking concepts in the <laughs> probably the most stupid concept in the history of the show, and uh kind of go crazy places with it. Um, I didn't, you know, not necessarily in love with like five minute montages of <laughs> gross Rick pickle Rick like killing dismantling wrecks and cockroaches and uh but it was fascinating to see and then like fighting rats and stuff but um the therapy stuff was brilliant some of the best character work the show's done uh jaguar was standout an incredible character and then in the stinger was brilliant um and uh and also uh everything in the em- the embassy we'll call it an embassy it's really not clear but presumably they didn't he didn't go overseas in the sewer so if they're in like in, in, in uh, right. a foreign place it would have to be an embassy but i don't know why well, like it's in the jungle like it just looks like a compound yeah i don't know like... why it would be an embassy like there right i so it could just be a compound yeah um but whatever that is uh, everything in there was brilliant too um so uh i think that this is like it's similar to last week's episode in that it had a lot of really great character work, dealt with the divorce really well, and um, continued uh, kind of this recurring plot, which is surprising. Um, so it's just really kind of sophisticated narratively and, you know, pickle Rick, sophisticated narratively. That's hilarious. But uh, yeah. it, it kind of was. Uh, and um, it, it, it's so it, it has all those pluses. And also, I just think it was like way funnier than last week, too. So um, it's like last week was already great. And I think this was a marked improvement um potentially best of the season well hard to compare this to episode one but uh yeah I've, i very much enjoyed pickle rick um not sure what the consensus opinion has been yet uh I, they, they, we vary so widely here this also got an a on av club so but other than that i haven't really seen um i mean i feel like group therapy and shit eating and having rick like be a pickle and murdering things probably has that probably has reached like there's enough overlap there for people to enjoy that everyone is probably pleased with the episode oh that 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 covers all of our quadrants here with what people i like, feel uh, like it does the shit eating fans will enjoy this episode that's what you're saying yeah, yeah basically <laughs> okay <laughs> okay interesting interesting um yeah so let's 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 get into so what is the uh kind of the standout uh funniest or most outrageous just what uh when you look back on this episode i mean clearly we're only a few hours out but um what do you think looking back will remember most about this delaney oh geez is is it just pickle rick or is it one of these other gags that we've mentioned well, I mean, like, the entire episode of him being a pickle is a gag. And yeah. I guess maybe, like, 
when he's in the sewer and he's like killing stuff and when he's like taunting the rat and then he decapitates it and then he like goes into like this iron man suit basically like montage thing where he just becomes like this rat pickle person and then just starts like killing everything yeah like that's pretty standout and like because like that's when we went from like this kind of sad rick's a pickle he's rolled into the sewer and he has to like survive until his family gets home to like what the hell is going on certainly some of the most striking visual stuff the show has done yes. yeah uh so that, yeah, i could i could definitely see that uh standing out in our memories visually uh what about you andy what's uh what do you think is the standout moment of the episode i think it's everything from like the embassy the or the whatever it is the compound yeah. is because the, the elevator opening and then and the russian people walking out and just that started an insane firefight between him and the russians like and then he's shaming them by putting the recyclables <laughs> in the recycle bin and stuff like just everything in there is rick at like his peak peak a mocking of everybody around him it's incredible yeah that's that's only in the second half of the episode somehow like uh and they just yeah. they just do like an entire action movie in 11 minutes it's it's like maybe even less it's it's brilliant yeah i think i think it's like jaguar um the stuff from the embassy specifically jaguar is the standout and also the long therapy monologues uh from susan Sarandon. oh yeah no the monologues yeah. are like quality like uh some of the <laughs> great we'll, we'll go through some of them but um yeah, it's uh, just the the character work we get into with uh, therapy, and also just the ridiculousness of them like taking everything with Pickle Rick seriously within the therapy session, and uh, Doctor Wong like building on it instantly and picking up on it is uh, just absurd. Like you get used to it, but everything they're talking about is just so absurd. Um, so I think I think, and every- then he walks in, and you're like, wait a minute, like <laughs> she like she's like, you must be Rick, yeah. <laughs> it's like what. <laughs> It's, it's, she's just fine with it. She just keeps going, keeps rolling. Yeah, and she's flattering this pickle. Yeah, I think I think uh, we we did our like top ten uh, minor characters podcast before the season started. I think Jaguar and Doctor Wong are two uh, new <laughs> yeah. potential top teners. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're they're both they're both really great. Um, also, the head of the embassy was was really wonderful too. Uh, British guy surrounded by Russian guys for some reason. Yeah, our we had our voice, uh, our our guest voices today: Susan Sarandon, Doctor Wong, uh, Danny Trejo as um, as uh, Jaguar, and uh, Peter uh, Serafinovich as uh, as uh, whatever. I don't think he had a name, but the the British head guy. All I think all brilliant uh, <laughs> guest roles here. Um, yeah, so uh, I we can. I guess let's start with Pickle Rick. <laughs> I feel like there's Pickle Rick, the embassy, and then um, the therapy stuff to get into. <laughs> All of it. Uh, this was more, we were kind of back to our standard A plot, B plot uh, structure um, with everything with Rick kind of in the A plot and the therapy and the B. Um, I think this is one of the better uses of an of a uh, distinct A and B uh, within the show's history. Sometimes, um, particularly in season one, uh, a little bit the show struggled with having the A and B's, uh, like the B plot be good or, uh, the A and B's connect at all. Um, this, they, they tie directly into each other and both I think are really strong. Um, that's why I think this is like a, uh, upper tier episode of the show because, um, everything that happens is just, is, is, uh, is really narratively strong. That's going on. Um, agree? Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Cause a lot of times we have like the, the plots don't connect or it's just like stupid and you don't care about it at all. And, I, w- I was equally invested in both plots, and it's just nice when they tie so strongly together, and it was especially really nice when Rick actually walked into the session. 
and sat down. Like that was just really satisfying. Yeah, the, the A and B clouds literally uh, converge. It's it's it's. I don't know if the show's done that before off the top of my head, but um, yeah, I agree. It's very narratively satisfying to have uh, uh, just Rick walk in there. Um, I think it's happened like once or twice, but definitely I don't think to this degree. Yeah. 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 yeah definitely. I also. I also really like the dichotomy of this like classic dichotomy of like a really action-packed A plot and a really low action B plot where that where they can hop between them and it really shows this it's kind of funny to hop between like um Rick killing rats really gorily and Susan Sarandon really nailing down this like pickle thing with them. It was a really nice I really like that. Yeah, yeah. They're really distinct, um, yeah, action and uh kind of like this weird serious comedy character work type thing. Uh and the A plot's kind of like uh subversion of an action story too and then you have a, yeah it's it, it, it works really well i just this episode just really fits together you know like despite the fact that we spend like five minutes fighting rats and i'm not like necessarily in love with that uh it was obviously it was like it, it was like stunning animation um so that's notable for our podcast um but uh you know even even though uh we had uh you know if i saw five minutes i wasn't super into i just think overall this episode like comes together so well so let's talk um another standout thing i wanted to mention and we'll get into this when we talk about therapy was the ending with them in the car as i think delaney mentioned um is a brilliant scene uh just some of the best character work the show has done so we will get into that um let's talk pickle rick to start with though so um it's uh we 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 saw it in the preview. Um, it started, the episode starts off with Morty hearing uh, Rick calling him. Uh, flip flip the pickle, Morty. The payoff is huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just uh, yeah, taunting our expectations of pickle Rick. Um, I just enjoyed how cautious Morty was the whole time. Like, are you invisible? And you're gonna fart on me? Or like, yeah. is it an alien dick? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was just really funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, stop digging it for hidden layers and just be impressed. I'm a pickle. Yeah, such a good line. Um, I think maybe. The the funniest line of the episode comes like right away uh what do you want to hear i turned myself into a pickle and 9-11 was an inside job uh was it who cares uh, morty global acts of terrorism happen every day um yeah <laughs> the 9-11 was an inside so job great. morty's reaction is so great to that we're kind of back to just super gullible morty this season um which i think is wonderful not necessarily gullible really earnest morty uh, i think him in the car too, yes. super earnest him in therapy um, we even talked about, uh, Morty, uh, peeing his, uh, his desk and, uh, summer oh, huffing, God. huffing, whatever, right? Like <laughs> enamel. <laughs> enamel. Enamel, yeah. Those are great recurring plot threads as well. Neither of them particularly cares that they, <laughs> they did this. Nope. This kind of feels season one-y with like, oh, the kids are having problems. And, um, you know, I feel like we've almost moved beyond that with both of their characters, but I also don't care. Like it was, right. it was great. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love that, uh, that 9-11 inside job one. I think that's, that's really funny. Except both things are very in character. So like, who cares? Yeah. And they're both, yeah. I, I, I love Summer. <laughs> Summer's like, I, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get, we'll get back to it later. That's what's going to be seen as getting high. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, then it slowly unfolds that this is to get out of, uh, family counseling. Uh, we predicted it would be in, uh, the court hearing, but, um, same thing. Delaney picked up on the clothes. So I think that that counts. But, um, they were going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they were going somewhere. We figured that out. Um, and then Rick, st- we didn't put the pieces together that Rick would be turning to Pickle to get out of it. I think that's pretty great. Um, right. No, that makes sense. And it unfolds so well. And then like Morty, uh, just like points to the syringe and the, the, the scissors and yeah. the timer. Um, yeah. Do you want to, uh, you want to get pierced by a syringe full of liquid unrelated to your situation? Do you? Says Beth, um, like justification for taking the syringe. And uh, Rick's like, can't argue with that. So um, Beth, like, even though she's still going along with everything Rick says, very aware of, <laughs> of kind of what she's doing there. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I literally turned to my fiance at that point. I'm like, Beth is savage as fuck. Like, he's, <laughs> he's just, just like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you should just like, sure, Dad. Yeah, I, it was, it was, that was great. I love that. And then he's like, oh, pretty fucked up here. And we have Justin Rowland going like, <laughs> for like a minute. Yeah, they're just like making noises. <laughs> Yeah, just the, they really sold the uh, get it, use it to get out of family therapy concept. Um, really, really works. Yeah, I think I think that the whole this whole uh, first two three minutes is a real a big highlight of the episode as well. Um, no, it just, they just set it up so well, and it's just so funny because the Rick's like, I fucked myself. Yeah, really, really fucked up this. Yeah, uh, we have um, Izzy the cat uh, coming in. Not particularly notable other than the fact that there is an Izzy the cat, and I don't. Do, where, who who owns Izzy the cat? I don't like, remember where, the family having like, a new cat. They had Snowball in the beginning. Um, I don't think I don't think is the I mean I don't think it's snuffles. their cat. Yeah, but why does Rick know the cat's name? So I'm not sure. I mean, maybe it's like that neighbor's cat or whatever. Oh, yeah, the dude we have. Yeah, yeah, maybe the new neighbor's cat. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah. This whole cats, pickles, snakes thing. Um, that yeah, was funny. Like that. What a random like way to like so like we went from cat videos to we're acknowledging like this very specific youtube like everyone has seen videos of cats freaking out over cucumbers like this is like what a weirdly focused they use it as like a device to get rick into the sewer yeah Yeah. yet genius like it works (laughs) and it makes sense yeah um it's it's uh interesting uh so everything with we talked about these five minutes so rick into the sewer um baits the cockroach bites kill i really like like when he's like in the sun yeah and he's like this is how i die this is the mega genius equivalent of dying on the toilet which i thought that was a pretty good line yeah it was a good line yeah um yeah so uh rick's action in the sewer um biting off the cockroach's like head to like poke at the brains to move its limbs Oh, um, pretty gross. Yeah, so. no, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, There's, this is some of the weirder stuff the show has done. Um, then this, like, rat parts Rube Goldberg machine uh, <laughs> to, like, activate <laughs> the uh, his, his uh, picoric limbs and, like, plug it, plug it into his head. Um, yeah, I, I have no comments on this. It was, uh, and then he just kills a bunch of rats. So, I don't, it was, that was crazy. Do we have analysis? Yeah, uh, yeah, do we have analysis of this? I think there's analysis. It was just insane. I loved it. I really loved when he was fighting the really big rat. And he was like, I'm not even going to name you. That's how little I care about you. Like, I love that speech to him. And then he just flips up the rat head and turns on a jetpack. That's when I died. Then I, I was just done with Rick. I'm like, how do you do this, Rick? How does he do anything at all? I don't get it. I don't understand any of it. Yeah, and he gets the weapons too on his hands, uh, and he like, yeah, yeah. He later does. Yeah, it's like it's like nails or screws, and then it's like razor blades. Yeah, yeah. it was interesting. Um, with this big rat, am I miss? I I I felt like I was missing something, and I've watched this three times now, and I still don't really understand what they're going for. Um, with- no, it's. I mean, I think it's like it's just one of those like they're making fun of. Like it was like a it was, always- yeah, it was like a trope, uh, tropey subversion thing, yeah. Sure. Yeah, and like I mean, it, the thing is, like, we never actually saw this rat, and it, I think it's they were tr- they were trying to communicate this underlying hidden this there was supposed a plot thing happened that we didn't actually see like yeah or you're trapped somewhere and you have to kill all these things and you have to kill the leader before you can leave that kind of thing, and so I th- I thought it was pretty successful because it was funny. But I've, I'm also, like, I've played a lot of video games where this is, like, the point of the video game is you have to go wherever, kill whoever, and then leave. 
Yes, yeah, they're kind so, of making fun of that thing. It's, uh, so on second viewing, I thought that this was the rat uh, that, that he took all the parts from and now is like a zombie rat. Um, but then I didn't think that made sense <laughs> on latest viewing. Uh, so, I, yeah, I feel like this is just like a hidden final boss thing. And the gag is that we haven't seen him before. Um Right. It was and and the gag that he's been in the sewer like he's been in the sewer for so long that he has an enemy and he has to kill them all and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I do think I think that's probably what they're going for. I think it was too fast. Um potentially the down point. I mean, I like the scar or whatever the naming line. Um but yeah, this I, I this it lost me for a second here. I think that I think they're moving too fast here. Um I'd rather have the show move too fast than too slow, so I think it's fine, but um yeah, I don't, I don't know. They they lost a little bit. So uh, we had to go fast though to get to the embassy. Um, everything here with uh, so- Solenia, <laughs> uh, the pickle man, an old wives' tale. Just the concept of um, <laughs> these Eastern European people having uh, this uh, old, this uh, legend about a pickle man and then pickle Rick coming is is really wonderful. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And- well, it's such a typical like action movie thing. Yeah. Like, I've been watching a lot of, like, the newer action, like, John Wick, like, the newer action movies that, like, they're not in theaters anymore, but we've been watching a lot of it here at my house. And, like, that's literally what's going on in John Wick. Like, they always have those, like, little, like, nicknames or whatever, like, oh, he's the ghost. Yeah. Like, it was just really funny. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, li- I like this as kind of like a John Wick spinoff. That's a good take on that. Um, and, yeah, their their legend is that, like, uh, this is the pickle comes out if you don't, like, if you're, like, wasteful with your food and it haunts your dreams. <laughs> like, uh, the the way they, so the way they develop that, because they never, like, say it. Like, I mean, they they introduce the concept of Selenia when he's talking, the British guy's talking to him. But um, it's uh, it's it's really wo- wonderfully woven into uh, into the, this whole sequence. Um, and then, uh, at the end, uh, one of the guards, or not, one of the guards is like, it's, uh, he's coming. It's because I threw away, I threw halfway my sandwich. Like, uh, that, that, that like landed it for me. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, just, yeah, it's the concept. Yeah. This is like the type of brilliant thing this show does. Um, I, I love the Selenia gag. That's a, that's a top, uh, fiver for the, for the show. Just like, they take this, again, this fucking stupid concept of Pickle Rick and they really like do interesting things with it. They do everything they possibly can with Pickle Rick. Yeah, this is like... A- and my favorite part is like at the end when like, he's like Solenia and he like collapses yeah. and then the building explodes. <laughs> but it's like my favorite. Like that is like peak. That is my favorite. It's so stupid. You use Pickle Rick as a send up of like action movies and um, you actually use him being a pickle and uh, it's it works and it's brilliant. Like this is, this is some great stuff. I'll- it's just ridiculous. It's so great. Yeah. Um, we have, uh, we had the sending the explosion gag that Delaney was looking forward to from the trailer. That was my favorite. Yeah. It was, so it's good. very, they didn't give that a lot of time to breathe, but, um, yeah. I don't know, how does he send the explosion? <laughs> this... He emails it. It's so good. <laughs> but, but how? It's, it's like a letter bomb. It's an email bomb. Oh, yeah. Great. Or like a text bomb. Like when you order yeah. your phone call. Oh my God. Yeah. I... He, he modernized it even more. <laughs> Yep. Rick does a lot of high-tech stuff in very short amount of time in this episode. That's- then he also murders people with pencils and staplers. Yep. Can I say that he found the largest pencils in the world? Because they went all the way through the people when they <laughs> fell into their trap. Jumbo pencils. They were- That's fair. Yeah. Jumbo. Yeah. Uh, this uh, Andy mentioned this like laser cannon. I think he gets it from the printer. Um, yes. And then he loads it with yeah, batteries. He's, like, taking it- yeah. And he's like recharge it with a battery every time. That's a great send out. That's like, uh, like a, uh, incorporating him being small into, um, typical action movie weapons. Like, yeah. That was, that was, well, it's funny because, like, he doesn't have ammunition, but he has these batteries. 
Yeah, it's uh, yeah. He only oh yeah, because they they talk about it early. He takes office supplies. Um, they said that when he was going around. Um, They're like we think he's building weaponry. Yeah, he is building. <laughs> <laughs> uh very violent shooting through their peaceful people's faces um well when he cuts their like legs off yeah. and like they're all screaming yeah. like that was awful yeah it was awful yeah it was. some nice uh early a early morning viewing uh yes. monday morning viewing of that yeah um it's uh yeah he does that so then we see jaguar um him and uh, Rick fighting that sequence is brilliant. Um, they the the part of them uh, the showing them each like sealing up their wounds in different ways and then like both screaming at the same time. That's just I, I love that. I part. just like how metal is Jaguar that he just put like gunpowder into his wound. Yeah, uh, and lit like, on fire. That's a hundred percent not how that works, <laughs> but it was fine. Yeah, it's 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 great. That's that's another. It was somehow less believable than Rick using a sandwich to patch himself up. The problem is like, how does any of him being a pickle work anyway? So like, sure, whatever, patch him up, whatever way you want. It doesn't it already doesn't make sense. Like, he shouldn't even he shouldn't even be able to talk honestly. Like, how is he talking? He doesn't have lungs. He's a pickle. Well, well, the thing was like, it didn't really hit me until the second time I watched it. So I was like, okay, he turned himself into a pickle. Cool, whatever. And then like, yeah, he gets hurt or whatever. But now, like, I don't know, this time, it was like, he turned himself into a pickle. Like, he is a pickle. This, like, I don't know, I guess, you know, like, with Tiny Rick, this was a different body. Yeah, yeah. But, like, he's a pickle. Like, he's just a pickle now. He, and it's like, what? I just, like, he actually changes back at the end and we see it. Yeah, it's... It's just absurd. He, like he says in the beginning, just be impressed. Like, <laughs> that's... It's there's just no so deeper funny. layers here. Yeah. yeah, no, he's just a pickle. He's just very impressed. Um uh i'll uh jaguar i'll never die rick that'll be your downfall jaguar not being open to new experiences i thought that no when he was like i haven't i haven't died <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah that's a quality line i haven't died like it's what a good line. yeah yeah not being open to new experiences that's 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 pretty great um later with the the british guy jaguar was an animal you're an intelligent pickle we can do business i thought that was a great line too um and uh yeah and like you don't know the fate and then they're working together on the helicopter and then blowing up that guy and yeah he's like selenia it's it's brilliant so good yeah it's so good yeah later in the helicopter <laughs> uh jaguar talking about um do i have infinite daughters <laughs> like uh oh uh, rick, poor jaguar. come on rick you could <laughs> you can't tell him yes like yes he does <laughs> Uh, uh, but it seems, I think this probably spawned Jaguar to, uh, like pursue other dimensions, like in the, in the, in the stinger <laughs> because, uh, he, he d- yeah. so uh, I think he follows up. He doesn't believe Rick. I think he, maybe he does reunite with his daughter, a, a version. Maybe somewhere yeah. he'll find his daughter. We can talk about the stinger now cause it involves Jaguar, but, um, okay. One, we spent so much time <laughs> like theorizing over this scene and then it was a, like it was a fucking stinger. Like, I was like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> it's completely unrelated, and they put it in the opening credits too. Like, this is yeah. like really? Like, why did you do this? Rude. Yeah, we have concerto. This will be my greatest performance. E splat. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Jaguar comes again. Confirmed. I was like, I mean, we at the end we we were like, yeah, I'm right, but it's a piano uh yeah yeah uh, piano yeah it's 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 just a great setup and um they animate this. like he's just this weird piano villain like what? it's great and they have this whole world in the background we see for a second too um they definitely go all out for this this stinger um, no, yeah no they went like but no wonder they put it in the credits yeah and then uh rick's that's morty is why you don't go to therapy as the like hmm, is that the moral of this episode we'll we'll, debate, we'll get to that but um yeah i think also like how incredible like you just see this and then, like, oh no, Jaguar just slits his throat. It's like, what? Like, 
yeah. Nothing makes sense. It's, like, this is just the epitome of what Rick and Morty is. I, I really love this stinger. I think it's like a top five stinger. We're going to do that podcast at no, some it's point. Really but great. Um, I love this bringing Jaguar, paying off Jaguar in this way. It's it's in this completely unrelated concept that's great on its own. Yeah, I, I love it. It's so silly. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay, let's get into the therapy part of the episode. Um, yeah, summer huffing pottery glaze, Morty desk wetting. <laughs> Oh my god! I, I really enjoyed saying desk wetting. Like yeah. it was a thing that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah, it's not. That's not a thing. I don't know why. It's um. Like it was so good. I kept waiting for them to say like uh, his pants, but no, desk wetting the whole time. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the Mr. Golden Fold is back. Um, he was eating poop. That's why he was there. Yep. Yep. Um, we need more Mr. Golden Fold. That's uh, that's a great side character. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the, we talked about the concept of Dr. Wong having two, two practices and like, she flips over the picture, like one to the other, that and Morty finds, the, Morty finds the binder. Um, she's like, I oh, ignore that. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's good. Um, Dr. Wong just kind of like latching right away onto this Rick turning himself into a pickle thing. Um, I think is hilarious. She just is ignoring the kid stuff and just goes right into this, talks about the anti pickle serum and like, yeah, <laughs> debating like what's in the syringe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Beth, uh, Dr. Wong, by the way, racist name. Um, <laughs> like what? <laughs> or Beth being savage, yeah. Like uh, Beth, uh, not the, the. I love we're taking Beth in the not the greatest person. Uh, Root, yeah. She's just literally Rick. Like I mean, <laughs> yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, this is like so I love like. This is this is showing um like how Rick is rubbing off on her for sure. Like that's what we're doing here with with it, that Doctor Wong line. Um, this isn't. Well, I don't think it's so much like them spending time together. It's like she's literally his kid. Yeah, that this is this is an underreported story. Yeah, I agree that uh, literally his kid must be pretty fucked up. Um, we don't. <laughs> I don't think our audience for this podcast wants us to get too much into this, but um, just the concept of Doctor Wong, this Asian psychi- psychiatrist, being played by Susan Sarandon. Um, they kind of lampshade it with this racist name line, I think, but it's still. Um, but. I don't think I don't think that was necessarily like the. Unfortunately, I don't think that was like the intention of the line. It's hard to tell. Yeah, I think probably not, but it's hard to tell. Uh, it's it's a white. This is a whitewash draw, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's not good. Nope. Yeah. Again, I don't think uh, people listening want us to talk about that. But um, yeah, let's not do that. So I mean, Susan Strandon <laughs> was great. Um, uh, well, especially with like Rick and Morty, like we have, we get the most ridiculous like. Um. Oh my god like guest actors like we have all these like surprise voice actors all the time and it's like how hard is this guys yeah like if you write it making an asian uh psychiatrist you're just getting asian voice actors for this like um that's fine you can have said susan Stern so, and, and, and then the thing is like did they make her asian just for the purpose of that joke um i'm not sure yeah jessica gao wrote this line uh or wrote uh wrote the episode so um i assume this was something she put in on per because for representation's sake but um i don't know right yeah it's uh, but then the thing is like if you know since they didn't since they whitewashed it and then yeah it turns out not good i mean obviously it doesn't matter anyway like it doesn't matter like what a character's race is in general like it shouldn't yeah, matter yeah. when you're writing yeah, a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like if the only reason they wrote it was to make that joke yeah i don't i don't know we don't know yeah it's it's not as bad with uh voice acting as regular acting but it's still i still whitewashing anyway um yeah so uh where was i with that that line uh beth and rick's uh her her monologue about beth and rick's specific dynamic um i think is is really wonderful nailing that um we get into this what's inside the syringe thing uh, well is that, that's when she's like fuck off 
right? Yeah. And then that's when, like, she tells the kids to fuck off. That was great. Yeah. Uh, Raise your hands if you think. Is, <laughs> I love that. I love the whole raising the hand part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Beth, you, your hand did a little. Uh, <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Any Delaney? Is this the best Beth episode of the series? I think yes. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a close contender could be like. I mean, it's not like the best like B plot, but when it's just Beth and Jerry and like they're trying to save that deer or whatever. Yeah, that's like that could be that stands out, and also the um, mythologues one I think is the other standout Beth. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, that one's so good. It's either the mythologues or this episode. I feel like. Well, I feel like this is more like we see more of Beth's character here. Yeah. Because in general, like. When it was just when it was Beth and Jerry and it, it was always their dynamic, it was more Beth just being the rational, like just kind of it. She it seemed just a little bit more like a foil to Jerry because Jerry is just useless. And I mean, and, I mean, Beth shit on him all the time. Like it was just like you're so stupid. But then there was still that like they're still married and they have like their little dynamic and banter and stuff. But it, it just seemed more of like Beth is really capable and like all this stuff. And then you know, then there's Jerry. But now, now that Jerry's out of the picture, we're we're seeing more of like who Beth really is and how similar she is to Rick. And also, we are getting more into like we've mentioned it throughout the series, kind of what Rick leaving did to Beth. And now we're really going to start exploring it. So that's why that's why I, like love this episode is we're really starting to see like how Beth and Rick interact and how similar they are. Like they're like he's her dad. Yeah, this is definitely the best episode for the Beth Rick dynamic and um also potentially the best for beth's character just uh in general uh like her like this is like she's standing alone here because for i mean for so long it was just her in comparison to jerry yeah, yeah now we're is, we're exploring other things with her yeah andy is, is this the first episode without any jerry at all without a single jerry line um i'm sure there was one with no jerry before this but yeah this is notable that there's there's no jerry they also didn't mention jerry like i think they just said husband yeah. like once yeah um, for some reason, he's not there. Good. Yeah, we can. We'll, we'll check the tapes on no Jerry. Um, but check the tape. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're talking about this um, uh, Beth Rick um, uh, dynamic uh, speech. Um, it's I, I, I don't think it's one that rewards emotion or vulnerability. Um, it's possible that dynamic eroded your marriage and infecting your kids with their tendency to misdirect their feelings. Their feelings. Um, yep. S- summary <laughs> summary of uh of what's going on right that's now. That's the whole show. Yep. That's the whole yeah. show. <laughs> we have more of that in a bottle yeah, right there. It is great. Um and then their eye statements things were wonderful. Um oh, that's my God. Good. yeah. Uh Summer's uh talking about how uh she just wants to be seen as getting high for getting high. <laughs> and Morty uh is like, Yeah, I'm sad about not being in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Morty's was my favorite. Morty, uh, super uh, earnest Morty. Yeah, this is. Uh, I, I like we're going back here. Um, it's it, it, yeah, I love, I love that. I think that was the best ther- therapy parody was the I statements thing. We also had the oh Jesus Christ, you're one of those um, with her. Like oh yeah, no. yeah, yeah. That was that was good too. Um, so yeah, that Rick shows up. Uh, starts telling the truth about everything. Um, she <laughs> Doctor Wong's on it. Um, uh, we have uh, her anti-therapy or Rick's anti-therapy speech. Um, so this is a, uh, uh, a crazy one here, which is um, what, what are what are our highlights of the, the anti-therapy speech? Uh, it's uh, he talks about how like it, all therapy does is it gets you to be comfortable and stop panicking. Uh, that, uh, that's a value in animals we eat, but uh, I'm not a cow in the pickle. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Uh, but in general, uh, Delaney, what do you think of this episode? And we have uh, the uh, defensive therapy speech to get to as well. But what do you think of the speech in this episode in general as a, um, like, a, a take on therapy? Like, well, it's inter- like, I don't know. It's just inter- like they do weird things in the show with like science, like versus things. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the first part of Rick's speech when he's like, you know, I create and, like, I create, transform, and destroy. And so, if I, you know, I'm going to change, like, I change. Like, if I don't like something, I change it. So, I mean, this is a really typical thing. There's always this, I mean, this was in Bones, too. Like, the TV show is this idea of, like, psychology is a pseudoscience. It's soft science versus the hard sciences of chemistry, biology, and blah, blah, blah. So, this is, like, I don't know. This isn't really like a unique take or like a shocking thing. It's always been like the hard science versus the soft science of psychology, and which is like obviously like therapy. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of that. I think I think one of the conclusions that I had is that this is uh, it's very typical of the show. It doesn't really take a stance on um, on this. No, it kind of like portrays both viewpoints. Like Dr. Wong gets uh, her rebuttal. Um, Like uh, so, for me, I I think that. even though there was like some parodying of uh, counseling and therapy, it was um it was not ne- it was not taking an anti stance or a, a pro stance. It was more just like um and at the end like we're meant to think uh, Be- Beth and Rick are like uh, fucking like uh, terrible to their kids for completely ignoring um everything that's happening uh, from from therapy in the car. Uh, do you agree with that, Andy? That we're, the show's not really taking a stance here. Well, from my perspective, I I've had a little to be a little personal i've had a little experience with therapy through my life and 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 um i've i felt this was the most relatable rick that i've seen in the show just this one speech about it because i'm not a super genius no one is no one's rick but i've i've i'm in a field i'm in a science field i've experienced going through like it, it just doing experiments doing research and i've i can understand this idea of like you want to you're in control of your own head why do you need to do anything else and every time i get into that mindset i realize that's wrong. I need to go talk to somebody. It's just, it's just part of life. You need to talk to people. You need to open up to people. And I don't think Rick is doing that. Obviously, if the show is saying, and I, and I read the show as saying that um, Dr. Wong was right, just because I had that perspective. But I do see what you're saying that there really aren't taking a stance. But either way, they're they're very they're voicing it very very well both these sides yeah i'm at least giving them a very interesting voice i mean dr wong is being portrayed as um kind of put together in rick's a mess um so there's that well, there's yeah. that angle like he's a pickle <laughs> with like rat- <laughs> and I'll, yeah I, I also took away the perspective that dr wong is right but um i think that's biased from our perspectives i think that um in general the show isn't necessarily it the show isn't necessarily commenting on therapy it's more just commenting anti-rick like i think it's making a char- yeah. well, I it's do, making well, a I character th- stance rather than a general uh moral stance well, I took it more to not necessarily be like anti Rick in that like he's wrong. I think to me it looked more like we're especially when she like when she said like oh like some people like to work and some people would rather die. Would I think I thought this I took it more to be we're kind of leading we're going back more into the like when Rick um, like when Rick attempted to commit suicide and 
all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. yeah so let's let's bring in Dr. Wong's uh, defensive therapy speech here, which is um yeah, because the thing about repairing, maintaining. Shoutouts to Solipskism on the AV Club comments for transcribing this. Thank you. Um, I didn't have to do that. So, uh, uh, because the thing about repairing, maintaining, and cleaning is it's not an adventure. There's no way to do it uh, to do it so wrong you might die. It's just work. And the bottom line is, some people are going are okay going to work, and some people, well, some people would rather die. Um, See, so yeah, I agree. She's like. Um, her, an element of her speech is kind of like you do you to Rick, like you do what's best for you. You're different. Kind of, I, I feel like there's a big element of that. Um, but she also says, um, everyone in your family, you included, use intelligence, justify sickness. Um, I think it's because the only truly unapproachable concept for you is that it's your mind uh, within your control. Um, so yeah, take, take down of Rick's, Rick's stance kind of. Um, I don't think it's like anti Rick as like, uh, uh, as a character or whatever, but um, he's he's certainly espousing uh, destructive tendencies that she's commenting on. Right, that's why I think like I think this is kind of pushing us again towards that like what's Rick, what Rick is doing is self destructive, and going back into like hopefully going more into like back to where kind of where we were season one like wubba dub 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 like all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's I think her main more of her takeaway is like you're being self destructive. Like yeah, you're not going to therapy. It would be it's like boring for you. Um. Which I don't necessarily agree with that takeaway personally, but um, she's she's like kind of phrased it like that, like um, you'd be bored by therapy. Um, but uh, she's more like you do you, but uh, yeah, you're 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 not on a great path here. Which which I think the show yeah. has has been t- taking us down for a while. Yeah. Um, I I I really, I I I, I struggled with her last part of that with the die part because I wasn't sure. If it was just because the show the the framing it had, but it sounded like she was talking about suicide and the kind of bad way i don't know if i want to get into this but from my perspective it sounded kind of bad because she was just saying like hey you can either go to therapy or kill yourself that's kind of like a way you could read that the way she was saying that because of the show the way it was being said yeah, i think and i, just, I think it's probably not what um what was meant no yeah. i don't i don't think that's what was meant but it came across that way because that's because the show has dipped into suicide it has dipped into this, these kinds of things it's more just like i think it's more i thought it was more of a nod to like that rick attempted suicide yeah, I think it's that, and also she's just like using exaggeration. Um, right, it's like yeah, go live your life and eventually die, or uh, you know, I feel like it's more more like that. Um, but you know, certainly there's a lot of things on the show which could be problematic, and the show is like talking about something morally complex, and um, it's uh, it's it, it kind of like had this this long commentary on it, and I felt like it it made a lot of interesting points without really uh, losing, losing me like intellectually. Well the, thing, well, the thing is like, it makes points, but it's also again, just a bunch of jargon that they were just spewing out. Also, like it was like, I think it like, it's easy to follow, but it also wasn't like they were, I mean, it was this kind of elevated intellectual talk that like, I'm sure went over a lot of people's heads too. Like they were just like, talking at each other yeah, i think them making it like uh as like it was kind it's kind of like reading like you read like an article like a scientific article and you're like what the hell are you talking about yeah, I, agree. I think like it they made it um like complex and in- intellectual but i think the intended read during the episode is like ha this is absurd like they're they're basically yeah, it's like i don't think like on first viewing you're gonna come come away with these takeaways and uh, without the transcribed speech in front of you so um yeah, I agree. the The function within the episode as like comedy show is more just um, for more comedic purposes. But um, the show is like has so much depth that it actually has meaning behind it when you when you go back and look at it. Um, so I, I think that's great. So yeah, I, I think um, so yeah, personally, I I think this is more like a moral Rick and Morty. Um, 
I think maybe the show like tends towards like somewhat good stances on things, but it's mostly just amoral on on everything, which is fine. And um, it, uh, yeah, I think it, I think everything we do here lands with therapy. Um, all these commentary, and then at the end with the car, let's talk about this scene. Um, uh, we have uh, Beth and Rick. Uh, Rick is like shouldn't have lied to you. Uh, he turns we this this sequence of him turning back human. Uh, pretty some pretty interesting animation here. <laughs> Um, when he when he injects the serum, uh, well, uh, we need to take that frame by frame. I don't know. Uh, what's the yeah. what's the storyboarding uh, like look like on on that one? We could we could dig into that. Like okay, okay, guys, you need to take from a pickle, yeah, to a person. Yeah. How, what inspiration do you draw for to storyboard that scene? <laughs> those are my questions. Are there oh. reference photos? Like, do those exist? Yeah. And the person has to have all the same injuries as the pickle. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't even look for that. Is it's consistent? Yeah, it's, yeah, it is. It is. He has a big, like, big welt on his uh right side from the from when he when he healed himself in the fight with Danny Trejo. Nice. Yeah, that's that's it's it's wonderful. It look it looks great. Um, and it's just it's pretty funny just watching it instantly happen. Um, it's like yeah, this was the anti pickle <laughs> serum the entire time. Um, they like should I get a drink? Uh. Uh, Morty's like, I liked her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Smokey's Tavern, maybe Shoney's. Shoney's callback. Yeah. They're yeah. All, they're just obsessed with Shoney's. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah. Let me read this take that I saw in the last scene again from the AV Club comments. James right hand says, easily my favorite part of the episode was the very end when Morty and Summer are sitting in the back, stunned by how easily Beth and Rick are totally ignoring the therapy session while they go to, while they go, while they want to go back. I thought it was both hilarious and fucked up in the right way. Unlike the needless violence, particularly in the sewer, it was a dark punchline that landed for me. Um, yeah, it's like we had, we had this intellectual commentary on like deconstructing Beth and Rick and then Beth and Rick are like, ah, that was, uh, fuck that therapist, right? And, um, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, Summer and, uh, Morty are like, oh, let's, let's, let's go back to them. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, I agree. It was like dark and fucked up. And I think that scene is brilliant. No, definitely. And again, like we're definitely exploring more like Rick and Beth, how similar they are and like getting more to the root of the problem because it's not just all on rick either like this is like both of them like ignoring what's going on yeah and it's and it's hurting morty and summer so maybe that'll be a recurring thread throughout if um but maybe morty and summer just like go off yeah kind of like last last episode yeah maybe, maybe yeah. something yeah. crazy often with summer as a result um yeah, I'm I'm loving what they're doing plot wise. Uh, like we're we're keeping this recurring thread, and we're just this wasn't like a direct um, commentary on the divorce, but it like related, and we're using it to comment on our characters. I think we're on the right track here. No, we're definitely doing some like really interesting things, and I'm like I'm just waiting to see like next episode. Like if like we need to have three episodes before it's kind of a trend. Though I would be kind of shocked if we kind of like drop it in general. Like I feel like there's definitely going to be throwaway lines. If not focused B plots and such. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, so, uh, wrapping up here, um, would you say it's above average, below average, or average episode of Rick and Morty? And also, if you uh, had anything from the episode you wanted to briefly mention that we didn't talk about, uh, Delaney? I think this is definitely above average. I love this episode. Even the kind of, well, the mindless violence, even, obviously, it's not my favorite part of anything. But I think it was interesting to watch in that that's not, like, obviously Rick and Morty's a violent show. We see, like, gory, like, gross stuff all the time. But it's not really, like, action-y in this way because Rick is an old man. 
And it was kind of interesting to him, like, get into this pickle rat body and then just, like, beat the shit out of everything around him. So, I, like, because we have, like, you know, laser guns, and usually it's just, like, Rick, like, blowing people up or, like, doing something. Basically, it's explosions. He blows people up. That's what he does. But, so, it was kind of, it was interesting in that respect. It was, like, just a different thing, which I think is part of why it was so standout, was we're not used to Rick being able to do stuff like that because he's an old man. Yeah. So, Delaney loving it above average. Okay. Um, Andy, what about you? I mean, it's definitely above average. This is one of the best season episodes of the show in general. It's just... I love this episode, but I think what we didn't touch on, one of the grossest things in the entire episode, and I am not, like, I'm a, I'm a pretty squeamish guy, and when he was using, like, tied together brain stems of all the cockroaches, like, oh, was, like yeah. he had, like, he had lassos made of brain stems, and it was just so gross. He was using his tongue yeah, to just, to like, tongue yeah, no, it was, yeah. like, Oh yeah! Oh, yeah, I was I was like shaking, I was sh- shaking a little bit from that. Uh, some some of our most striking visual uh, visuals of animation uh, that we've seen. It's uh, usually I don't expect the animation to like pop on the show. Uh, this episode, episode it did for sure. Um, yeah, I think this is above average episode of the show. Um, it's in my upper tier. I think it's about as good as episode one of the season. Um, I'm not as high on that one as some people. I still think it's great, um, but uh, could even be above. Uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, again, I don't love the, the mindless violence sequences, but there's just so much here and it all flowed together so well. Some of the best uh, narrative and character work the show has done. So uh, absolutely love Pickle Rick. Um, next week, Vindicators 3, The Return of World Ender. Delaney, the Vindicators <laughs> are here. Are you hype? Yes, and they're literally the Guardians yeah, of the it's, Galaxy. Yeah, it's definitely Guardians of the Galaxy take off. Take off. So that's going to be exciting. We had uh, Star Lord. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's 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 going to be it's going to be interesting to see how we parody superheroes. Um, this is like a surprisingly timely uh, reference for them, but only because they're probably parodying the first one when they wrote it, and now the second one came out. So, <laughs> so it works. Um, yeah, Andy, hype for the Vindicators. Oh yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for a Marvel parody. Yeah. Let's do, let's do it. So yeah, the 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 part of the preview clip we got of Rick uh, being like, um, uh, I was also late because of a drink drinking problem, but <laughs> no one's applauding me for it. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Uh, more of that. Yeah. So um, uh, we'll be we'll be back next week to discuss the Vindicators. Um, also, we'll have a panel discussion at some point this week. Check out that. Uh, yeah, subscribe to us so you don't miss any Rick and Morty stuff. If you just subscribe to our Rick and Morty iTunes feed, you could consider checking out our main feed as well for other discussions. We're getting into Voltron Legendary Defender right now. Season three just went up on Netflix. Um, we have a bunch of other stuff at overlyanimated.com. You can watch on YouTube, subscribe to us there. A bunch of ways to, uh, to, uh, get at us. But yeah, we'll all be, uh, here for Rick and Morty all season long. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be great. Uh, check us out at, uh, Patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated. If you want to consider supporting us, thank you very much to all of our patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Steve, aka freaking commenter Steve. And thank you as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Andy. Um, so, uh, last comments. Pickle Rick. Yep, that's appropriate. Pickle Rick. <laughs> yep, underreported story that uh, Pickle Rick happens, and it was uh, this crazy. So, uh, let us know if you thought in the comments section uh, who uh, who'd you agree with. You agree with us? Um, would you like the episode? Uh, definitely would appreciate feedback on this and any iTunes reviews, um, either on our Rick and Morty iTunes feed or on our main feed um, at overlyanimated.com/slash/itunes. So, thank you all very much for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.